Welcome to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast, where a few friends sit down every two weeks to roll some dice and record the fun for you, the listeners. The entire building is collapsing as the action hits its climax. Vex struggles with his manic episode brought on by his pyromania. Davik does his best to slice systems using a computer that is in the process of liquefying from the heat, and the rest of the gang continues their epic battle against the Inquisitor and his Imperial Guard henchmen. How will they escape the lava, falling debris, enemy soldiers, and a trained wielder of the dark side? Does Cass have a trick up her sleeve? Will Jamie ever run out of destiny points to flip? Find out in episode 21, Meltdown. To start, let's go around the room, though, and of course, as always, let everyone know who we are. Uh, I'm Jamie, I'll be your DM today, the GM, I guess. I'm Britt, and I'm playing Cass, the ace gunner. I am Andrew, I'm playing Davagula, the Duros Mechanic Slicer. I'm Jason, I'm playing Vectoma, the Human Demo Man. I'm Alan, and I am playing Godolo, Corellius Freest Son. I'm James, I'm playing Zero B1, the droid who wanted to be a Jedi. <laughs> so can I speak to him as an incidental now that I now that he sees us? Yes you can. So as he's making eyes, just be like are you done now? He nods. Just one slow, almost unsure of the action nod. And I kind of give a nod back and go, We still gotta talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't stab you. <laughs> no, no, no. He just helped someone stab him. <laughs> At this point, the Inquisitor puts himself upright, dusts himself off, being his maneuver. And he looks towards you and he says, that was a mistake. Okay, James, uh, I'm not describing what he's doing at the moment, but I'm letting you know that currently there is an attack of three yellow versus two purple. And I am using a destiny point right now to upgrade that again to add a green into that check. So currently it is three yellow and a green versus you. Is it a melee? No. Okay. Is there any blacks in that? At the moment, no. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm going to say yes. So yes, there are two setback die added in. I don't like three yellows, guys. Yeah. My normal fear of red dice in this... Is reversed? <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? Yellow down, red up. Yellow down? Yeah, yellow down. Because you okay. want to remove his ability to pop dry into you. Yep. Okay. Alright, let's see how this goes. So, you were going to be taking five damage. No soak. The attack deals damage equal to the Inquisitor's willpower and has a critical rating of four. So no, actually it does hit your soak. They're well-built droid. (laughs) (laughs) As the Inquisitor beats his average discipline check and does generate two dark side points. You know, and he sort of pulls himself up and, I mean, you did guess this entirely correctly. His hand arcs forward and sure enough, lightning shoots from his fingertips, arcing over your metal frame. And from your reaction, I assume, doesn't really do anything. I'm picturing it going into me just flowing into the floor. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Grounding rod. <laughs> do you want to add his successes? No, I don't. By the way it looks, it doesn't look like it is. And as far as I can tell, the role is actually to be able to trigger the power. Okay. Uh, and then it's the amount of force points that he generates is what allows him to deal damage. Okay. Um, and he only made enough to trigger the power. So. And this is a much different attack now that these guys don't have weapons that work. Which means... I uh, saw it. <laughs> if it's literally just a stick, then they can continue to use their melee as opposed to having to be reduced to brawl, but 
I don't think they get damage added in for it, do they? Uh, I don't think so, and weapons are inoperable. Like, yeah. So whether or not he can or not, one of the Imperial Royal Guards, seeing his staff inoperable, chucks it to the side and charges in for you. It goes for Gar specifically, just having the closest one. Kaz has gone off easy so far. Well, he did run to the other end. Like, yeah. And just comes in swinging. At the moment, he is rolling with one setback die for the environmental effects, but he is rolling three green versus two purple. And I'm going to upgrade one of those. Do we have anything to it? No. Alright, so he has a threat that you can spend on him, but you will be taking five damage. So, five, my soak of three brings me to two damage. Alright, so he charges in, one fist cracks you in the face, and as it sort of spins you to the side, a knee comes into your gut. Much more martial art than just flat out beat down kind of thing, right? <clears throat> and that's literally all it is. No, no witty comeback, just the, the boxer, like, sniff and shrug. <laughs> Alright, and it's a player's line. How far is Cass from Obi-Wan? Medium range. How far is Cass from Gar? Long range. Do you have something specific in mind? I was gonna come stab you with Stimpak. You wanna come stab me with Stimpak? Yeah. Can you make long range? She burns two maneuvers. Do you have the strain to burn? I do now, now <laughs> that I've recovered it. If you'd like, sure. Because a Stimpak is what, straight five? So that'd be good for me. Yep. I like this imagery because you just had someone come in, attack your face, knee you. I'm assuming in like the wounded gut area. Yeah. And Cass sees you kind of go, and just like. Run across the room and stab him. He didn't say we were tired. <laughs> I have a feeling that this. Usually he makes a big deal how much it doesn't hurt. Oh god, he must have damaged lungs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it must be wrong with his vocal cords. Yeah. And yeah, so she runs across the room, stabs Gar with the stim pack, and then she says to Valen, So are we going or what? He repeats his weak puppy nod at the moment, <laughs> shakes his head once to try and get rid of the cobwebs as it were, and bring himself back, and the look that he gives you breaks Cass's heart. That, however, does bring attention to Cass. Three green versus two purple to hit Cass this time, one setback die, and again I'm flipping a destiny point to upgrade that check again. So it is two green and yellow versus two purple to hit you right now. And one setback. You have a minion. Uh, yes. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. I have a minion. I don't need uh, your destiny points. All right. <laughs> no whammy. No results. Sweet. And nets at complete zero. How does that? Oh, yeah, it totally does. I'm picturing Cass getting ready, and like, her minion butting the guy with the sound of his gun, and just be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're good at your job? <laughs> Stay away from my boss. <laughs> Three players slots left. I'm kind of inclined to think that one of you guys who might be suffering environmental hazard should go before me, because I now seem relatively safe. Well, one thing I want to do now is to try and see if there's any rebels in the prison. And to contact them via PA. Okay. I guess that would be another slice, I'm assuming, since I'm trying to access the files of the prison. It's going to be another slice. I'm going to say that your computers are giving Cold you feet. three setback die to that computer check. Okay. But it is an easy check. You're literally hacking the roster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got four success and... Actually, one threat, but four success. Keys are <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, the keys, yeah, take a strain. The screen is like melting in front of you at the moment. Uh, you're just like really sweating. Like trying to race as quickly as I can as the computer's literally <laughs> melting down in front of me. But yes, the majority of the prisoners are rebel. There was a cadre of prisoners that were contained in the wing that Valen is in. Two of them are the only ones currently listed. 
as being current occupants of the prison. One of them is currently dead in another prison wing, thanks to Zero One, and the other one is Valen. But there are a number of uh, rebel prisoners. Yes. Not thanks to Zero One. Oh. Thanks to me. My apologies. Yes. So I guess my next question is: Would the rebels have had some sort of code? to communicate without... I'll flip a destiny point <laughs> to say they do. Yay! Those, those wily rebels. <laughs> that being said, I will now start to convey in code that we are here to save you. And if you are wanting to remain alive and come back from the Imperials to make your way to... Spectre. Yeah, you got one ship yeah, going off. Well, no, but I was just thinking <laughs> to get to it. But yeah, yep. make it to the yeah the Spectre. Make it to um, processing in. Yep, yep. Zero B1 and back. Well, I mean, everyone. I mean, that's over the PA, so everyone hears that. You guys would also see the turn in the crowd as that goes out, too. <laughs> I'm going to kind of grimace and look to Kaz and be like, I, I thought that was not part of the deal. You still have maneuvers, by the way. Are there any other consoles in the room that are less melty? Oh no, this room is like the most yeah. <laughs> this is the yeah, most exposed yeah. room. In fact, those days are going up soon. That's fine. <laughs> I am going to make my way, I'm going to try and make my way out of this melty room. Alright. I am going to burn some strain to get another move. Okay, so you're back on the catwalks at this point. I assume that's the way you're going. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes? He said something and I didn't get to respond to it. Okay. Say what you said again. <clears throat> After the PA announcement goes off, I'm just going to kind of grimace and just be like, I thought that wasn't part of the plan. It wasn't part of the plan. I'm just going <laughs> to nod and kind of like look back at the Royal Guard and mm-hmm. you know, keep my fists up. Second last player slot. I'll take it. Yep. So how far off of the ground am I right now? Medium range. Okay, so I can't just drop down. Can I swing this thing a little bit and see if I can get to it further along? And like continuing on in my path. Coordination check. Woohoo! Eric wants to save lives. Oh no, I can appreciate the motivation. It's just that Gar's gonna feel like a douche when we get back to the ship and he says take off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, I'm, we have a mission. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if, hey, if you guys can get what, to it. What type of coordination do you have? Difficulty? A hard check. In fact, three setback die. As more lava and debris is falling. Boost for him being static still? Yes, I'll give a boost to that. <laughs> yeah, you poor guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How close are they? Um, Vec and Obi. His thing is the thing that knocked us out of the air. <laughs> so does this mean that Obi could assist? If Obi wanted to save him, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in that case, this action, uh-huh. if you were swinging, mm-hmm. it might have been what hit us. Okay. Alright, so let's roll it and find out. Are you upgrading your down really? Nope. You? Nope. Okay. Are you joining the mosh pit? <laughs> yeah. So that's a failure and two threat. Yeah, you're totally joining the mosh pit. So you're gonna take four damage. As essentially you, you go to swing, and as you do, you collide with a flying droid and a Sith Lord. Well, not a Sith Lord, but an Inquisitor. And are knocked down as they scatter into the ground, and now you are fall into this chaotic mess of, of a prison riot. People, you know, fighting literally overneath you. And in fact, at one point, just as you were pulling yourself up, you see a stormtrooper come in and get clocked by this massive Rocky Balboa of a Zabrak. Not as ugly, 
but like that sort of body type, just like boom, and you watch the stormtrooper's head kind of snap, and that's happening over you at the moment. And then you see zero B one get hit by lightning, and then a PA message plays telling everyone to go to the specter. Well, anyone who gets encoded, it. yes. I think Gar might lose his jacket. He doesn't have my jacket. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, lose the opportunity for me to get your jacket. So soak doesn't apply, right? I'll, no, I'll let you take soak. We still have to go through processing to get out. I'm gonna stop for my jacket. Or <laughs> hat. You have your hat. Yeah. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I'm in prison skivvies and a cowboy hat. <laughs> hey, let's not forget <laughs> the cool maneuver that was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can I use my maneuver to stand up? Yes. Okay. All right. Gar. Boxing time. <laughs> let's see what I get. Do you have your knuckles? Yes, I do. I made sure to say that I was putting those on last session. Three and two, so that is two yellow and a green. Okay, and uh, it's two purples that I'm rolling against? Yep. Okay, so that zero. and that can't... Are you serious? Yeah, it's zero. <laughs> yeah. You have three three advantage, two success, and three threat to failure. So yeah, and it's not so much that you miss, it's that you guys essentially go just punch for punch. Like, it's, you know, punch mm-hmm. block, punch block. You know, parry, jab. Well, I'm sure he looks much more finessey than me because, again, I'm basically boxing. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Like you're like you know you're coming in fists up, and he's hand comes up, sweeps to the side. He uses his cloak to kind of disorient you at one point, so that you punch to the air, and that trades back and forth for a few minutes. I'm going to spend my maneuver to yes. aim, which puts us to the top of the round for our third turn. Okay, I was looking through the rules, and this is one of my questions. Normally, when you make a check, that's your action. So if you're rolling dice, that's your action. And so one of the things about athletics is you can add boost die to uh, your next action, if it's a physical action. Sure. And so I pictured that as using a maneuver Mm -hmm. to get into better position. I'm not sure if that's the way the rules intend for it, or if that's a two-turn Style thing? Am I making it up in my head that two maneuvers can be turned for you in action? Or is that, that something that sounds like something you're making up in your head? Okay, then yes, it sounds like it is a, a next turn plan. Okay, what are you trying to do? So if I use an athletics check, every advantage I generate, I can give myself a boost die on my next physical check. And so it was one of the things, and for one of the sessions, I did it because I read it and I was like, yeah. But then I realized that rolling two dice pool in one of the rereadings of the rules was probably more actions than I'm allowed to take. Probably. If for now I'm going to say that yes, it's an action and not a maneuver until we find something that's otherwise. Okay. Cool. He's short range from me. Engaged. Like he does. You don't need a maneuver to get to him. Okay. I'm going to draw my curling cutlass. Okay. He's one purple, two red. For upgrading. Yep. On top of that, because this is the first physical attack that he's been done against. For the other ones, were grapple. Maybe I should add this in. Uh, his armor groups could you give him defense? So he's defense one. Setback die? Yep. Two for the environment? Yep. Are you doing anything? Can I assist? Laughing at him, distract him? I kind of want to roll five yellow dice. I am cool with you taking as many of the destiny points as you want because yeah. okay. whether you succeed you can, or uh, fail flip affects one of those back kills the, other the most. Yep. And you can upgrade that other purple. Okay. So, so what are you rolling? Five yellow versus three red and three black. Holy crap! (laughs) (laughs) And blue. (laughs) I don't know if I want to say that this is a standard precedent, but I like the explanation of Vec distracting him, so I will add a boost die for that. I mean, it's like Super Warner Brothers, like, hit the ground, get up. 
Part of the reason that I'm not entirely comfortable is that I know that there's a lot of talents when it comes to like, but like the diplomats, where the whole thing is to be able to add boost die and, and upgrades for people. But I like the explanation, so for now, yes. Situational. In this yep. in this specific situation, yes. In this instance, yes. What do you got, James? The oddest roll I have ever seen. Okay. I fail. Okay. With two triumphs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh my. And, and one threat. <laughs> With them being counted as successes? With them being counted as successes. How many failures did you roll? I rolled four failures, two successes, two triumphs, four advantage, five threat. <laughs> okay. So you do not deal damage to him. How would you like to spend your two triumphs? There's not much I'm not going to let you get away with right now. <laughs> Smash the ground underneath him, drop him into lava. I wasn't going to be that flashy. Uh, Push but, him into lava? The lava well, <laughs> well, I Well, I'm picturing me coming in with the, the one sword. Yeah. And, and so him deflecting and blocking, deflecting and blocking, but basically losing footing to me, and me using that to get us basically either outside or to the shield, or... Um, is, is that not enough? Is that what that um says? Yeah, I mean, uh... Whether or not it's something that you do or that just environmentally happens, yeah. I don't actually disagree with Jason's idea of taking the guy off the board. Yeah. That um, or, like, because it obviously it's been happening, like, lava falls on Yes. So the lava that hit the catwalk, right? So that catwalk's it's been... taking a little bit to melt through. Right? And, and it's just coming down. And we're fighting and I'm, we're going around. And I happen to notice it and I take a swing. And he, it's sort of like that moment, like, that was a really easy swing to dodge. And then the lava drops on Okay. The lava and catwalk, um, the remains of that, fall and crumple, slamming into the already buckling floor underneath him as well, giving way. You're fine, you know, kind of just at the edge of it. But this guy lets out a blood-curdling scream. You hear the shattering glass of his visor as this falls onto him, metal twisting durasteel around him, and then caving in the floor underneath him, tumbling into darkness and lava below. <laughs> I provided both that catwalk and the lava. <laughs> I told you. Would that mean that we have to pull an enemy slot off of initiative? I'm marking it. Cool. How do you determine which one it is? I tend to take the worst ones, essentially. Okay. But I don't. It's kind of, honestly speaking, uh, what feels right. Yeah. As an example, for the Inquisitor, I will definitely take their best one off. <laughs> yeah. So it's Valen's turn? It's it is Valen's turn right now. So, feeling that Gar has things well enough in hand, one of them charged. Oh yeah, no, they're both there for you. Um, one of them just took a swing at me. Oh yeah, that's who he's going for. Yeah. Uh, okay, so your next player slot gets a booster, but he does not succeed at, at hitting the guy. As Valen kind of charges in, still half mad, but not as feral as he was before, and tries to pull the guy away from Cass, pulling him into a, a protracted combat with himself. Player slot number two. Yeah. Oh no, enemy slot, sorry. Oh. James, can you flip a destiny point for me? Gar, he is rolling two green and a yellow versus two purple against you, with two setback die from the environment. Okay. Yep. Alright, so Gar take seven damage, pre-soak. Okay, so you said seven, my soak is a three, so that's four, so I'm now just slightly over half. Okay, also... During the fight, he comes in, arms go, and at one point he manages to grab you by the head and pull down, and his knee comes up, cracking you right in the Adam's apple. You don't go down, you don't die, nothing like that, but breath is suddenly so much harder to pull in, and that critical hit means you are compromised. All of your checks are upgraded by one until the end of the round. 
Sorry, not the end of the round, the end of the encounter. Oh, he shook order crit against me? Yep. Okay. Triumph. Jesus. There should be rules for healing critical hits if anyone wants to look that up, but... <laughs> yeah, they're medicine checks, aren't they? I believe so. Okay, so it's a player slot? It is a player slot. May I please take this player slot? Yes. <laughs> okay, so is this the guy that I, he and I have been going blow for blow and he yeah. just kicked me in the throat? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm just like... Why? Why are you so dead? <laughs> okay, so my maneuver, I'm going to spend that to aim again. Yep. So, I have aimed, I have aimed again. I get a boost for... Was it you that produced the boost? Yep. Okay. No, so, Valen did. But oh, yeah. sorry, Valen produced the boost, so that's... Three. All right, I gotta start tallying this up on the die roller here. We are one for the environment, a red and a purple for the base, and I am up to three boost. Okay, so I have a brown of three, brawl of two. So three and two makes two and one. I would like to spend a destiny point. Okay, so that makes me three yellow. Sorry, one thing that I forgot. He is a nemesis. Adversary two. Okay, so you're rolling against a uh, red and a purple right now, right? Yeah. That means you're rolling against two, two red reds and, purple. and a purple? Yep. Come on, a Vander Holyfield. I freaking hope so, man. At least I connected. Hey, there you go. That's yeah, actually that's a really a, good that's, roll. That's a really good roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Melee attack, like, so I inflict my brawn, then I get additional one for the knuckles, okay. then I get additional ones for my successes, and I have generated two advantage, which is not enough to trigger my disorient or my crit. However, that is six damage. What am I going to do with my two advantage? How's your strain? Uh, good point. I have taken a fair bit of strain, haven't I? How many advantage do I have to spend to get strain? I think it's two advantage per strain. Okay. Anybody mind if I touch myself up a little bit? Nope. Go for it, man. How much is he going to soak, just so that I can try to describe this? All of it? Five. What is his soak coming from, if you don't mind me asking? I don't have that exact stat, but I'm going to say at least some of it is definitely his armor. Mm-hmm. He is not a, a hulking brute. Like, he looks typical to a, a royal guard, right? So average size, average builds. Okay. If you put him in a lineup, he wouldn't stand out as being particularly... Okay. So, I mean, as I'm connecting, like, I, so I can see I've hurt him a little. Yep. I, I gotta kind of smile and uh, hold my throat and just be like, Yeah, you're only gonna win because of the armor. <laughs> May I add something to your description as well? Sure. At one point, Gar's last hit with his knuckles cracks this guy right in the face, and it doesn't slow him down. I think it's literally like a uh, neck turns and snaps back, but there is one hairline fracture that now runs across his helmet. All right. So, let's see. That was a player slot right there. Uh, which means it is the guy who's currently fighting Valen slash Cass. He's going to turn on Valen, actually, at this point. Can you flip one of my destiny points, please? Okay, so at this point, the second guard turns towards Valen as he's drawn his attention, and again, it's blow, parry, blow, shot for shot, and then the guard, you know, drops down, and his foot snakes out with, you know, the top of his foot, cracking Valen straight in the temple. And he just sort of scatters over to the side, and Valen is now dazed. Player turn. I don't know what to do because I don't have any weapons, and there's Flip no a way. Destiny point. There's no way. Flip a destiny point to make our weapons work again. Yours. That's a good idea. Flip <laughs> <laughs> a destiny point to make my gun work again. 
So like, oh, this is like the time that we took uh, over that desert planet. You just got to pull this lever, pull out the power back, and you're, just, you're like, feel strip this. It's fine, see? Oh, she was <laughs> actually on the training job with us. What's that? I wasn't on the training job. Right, where everything gunked up? Yeah. So I was going to be like, you know, like on the training job. But she wasn't on the training job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's okay. She probably learned it somewhere else. I read the report. Yeah, I read the report. Oh, I know how to fix my gun now because I read your report. <laughs> or better yet, when you're reading the report, just like, why didn't they field strip their guns? The hell is wrong with these guys? <laughs> that's probably yeah. more or less. That definitely sounds like cats. And a giant robot jumped a couple train cars. What? <laughs> well, this is going to be interesting, and it has been. Are you still engaged? Well, there each of them is engaged. One with me and one with I his Madge. <laughs> is he still engaged? Because he engaged. attacked me. Yep. And then Valen attacked him. Yep. Then and then he attacked Valen. So yes. I'm not engaged with him anymore. Not anymore. Okay. So he is engaged with somebody else, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So what happens if he's engaged with someone else? Does she have a chance of hitting Valen? The attacker upgrades the difficulty of the check by one. In addition, if the attacker's check succeeds, but generates at least, yeah, so despair, that despair is automatically spent to make the attacker hit one of the individuals engaged with the target of the GM's choice instead of the target. Oh god, that would be just amazing. So do you want to risk hitting me or risk hitting Valen? Or more to the point, are you rushing to help me or rushing to help Valen? <laughs> yeah, that's why I said I was thinking. <laughs> Nope, she's gonna help guard. Yep. You're totally gonna shoot me in the back. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so I have two ranks in heavy and four agility, so that's two yellow and two green. Alright, take your maneuver to aim. Yes. <laughs> Which gives me a boost die, right? Yeah. Okay. What is the difficulty normally to shoot something at short range? Easy. Okay, so then upgrading it means. Okay, so one red. Yes, because the possibility of getting a despair. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Environmental yep. is a setback. Uh, environmental setback. Two setback now. Two. Oh, the room is coming apart. Yep. Okay. All right, and two success. Plus your weapon damage. Yes. So my weapon damage is nine. Plus two success is eleven. Mm-hmm. So he's dropped down to. Oh, he's not looking good. So, boxing with this guy, and then, like, I assume that you call it, like, a guard duck, and guard <laughs> drops, and this blaster bolt goes over you into him, like, almost a gut shot. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't go down, he's not dead, but he does double over from that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna check to make sure there's no hole in my head. <laughs> I would imagine, too, that it would, it would be almost more poignant because of the fact there hasn't been any gunfire... Going off at all? Yeah, so it was like every every head turns his cast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the fact that she's very small and holding a very big gun. <laughs> my gun is just dancing around and my back on the weapon strap. My incidental. Can I be like, guys? Let's get the hell out of here. The room is caving in. <laughs> guys, being you, Bailey. And, and, and ladder on the comm. And Joe. And Joe. <laughs> yeah. 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 Joe's like, absolutely, boss, let's go. He's laying down. Yeah. And I'll say that over the comm so that everybody can hear me. Like, guys, let's get oh, the hell out of here. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, he's actually like, wait, what did she do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of giving an affirmative nod, but my attention's mostly on the guy in front of me right now. All right, two player turns. I'm booking it. 
I need a coordination or an athletics check. Oh, I suppose I don't at this moment. Oh, right. I do have one rank in coordination, so... You might not that's horribly not, die. That's not, you know, terrible. Does he have a minion with him? I have two. Yep. Did they give any advantage? Or I guess it depends on what formation Depends on what formation he has in the Computer mechanics, medicine, skullduggery, and survival. Or any knowledge check. So I guess not. Alright, so then assemble your pool. Okay, I have one yellow and one green. Okay, so it's going to be a hard check. Okay. You are taking three setback die right now for the environment. Um, How are you doing anything destiny point wise? I think I might upgrade. Because <laughs> it's a lot of negatives to my positive. positive. Yeah, so, sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> Alright. What, like, as in you're causing the environmental stuff? Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever, man. I am not upgrading anything or downgrading, so roll it. Three failure and three threat. I guess failure and a th- and three threat. Okay, so Good. you did not have echo with you, right? You just said two. I had uh, two guys. Two yeah. Techies. Yep. Would you like to take the damage, or would you like a tech guy to take the damage? Unfortunately, given that I don't want to die, I'm gonna get one of the <laughs> one of my dudes to. All right. Uh, how many threat? How much threat did you generate? Uh, three. Take three strain. As you're going, the catwalk caves underneath you, and the two of you fall. Yeah, three of you fall. As you do, one of them manages to kind of grab on to the the very end of the catwalk and then grab you, and so that kind of goes on a swinging arc that you guys kind of ride down and then slam in and roll to the ground. And in fact, you're not that far away from these guys now. However, the furthest ahead of all of you did not manage to grab, and he just makes a flat plummet down and snaps his neck. Yeah. Okay, so they're all clumped up at the five maneuvers from processing mark, right? Yes. Okay. Player turn. Alrighty. So I'm gonna try for a slow motion high five with Obi Wan. <laughs> Bam. Okay. Uh, is that a maneuver? For an incidental. Uh, <laughs> well, it's an incidental. <laughs> all right. Well, as amazing as that was, I think it's time to go now. And I'm gonna start hauling ass. Alright, so you were going to haul ass. The Zabrak and a number of rebel prisoners are hauling ass beside you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in fact, many of them are ahead of you at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've had a fair amount of time to flat out run while people have been fighting things. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And me just falling on my ass. In fact, at this point, there is a call over the comm from Jad of like, Where the hell are you guys? <laughs> and you can hear blaster fire going on as he asks that. <laughs> Um, would I be able to try an athletics check to get another maneuver into moving faster? Any character can run, but sprinting or running for extended time. Ah, so additional sex can either reduce the time required to make the check or increase the distance traveled. So athletics check could cut down a maneuver's time. Cool. Ah, gotcha. I still need to get Gar's coat, so I need to go yeah. fast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, then. Assemble a athletics pool. Okay, I have it. With three setbacks for environmental. I'm going to say that this is going to be an average check. Would I be able to... Use agility instead of brawn? Yes. Sweet. Okay, so that is a success and a threat. On your action, so you still have a maneuver, I'm going to say that you clear to the edge of long range at the moment. So you are essentially one turn away from processing at this point. Sweet. Okay. At this point, as Valen is falling in line, I think it's going to be best if I actually take out his slot and work him in as incidental and whatnot. I don't think he serves having his own turn at this point. And I am also going to change up the initiative order a little bit in that I am dropping one of the Royal Guards a slot and then dropping the second one a slot, so it is now a second player turn. So player, player, enemy, player, enemy, enemy, enemy player? Yeah, okay. player. We're at our second player. Second player slot. 
Because Vec went, and okay. now we're at player slot. Gotcha. So I would like to try and get into the room where there are the two people trying to kill you guys. <laughs> yeah. How far away is it? Five maneuvers or one on vehicle scale? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for you. Because it's... <laughs> it's five for us. Yes, you have a jetpack. You can make it. It's long range, but you can make it. Okay. <laughs> Do I need to make a check for that? No. The check was partially because you were struggling against an inquisitor. <laughs> so that puts me in the room. I would actually like to add something else to this. James, let me get you to roll this for me. You were essentially rolling the bad guys check for me right now. I would like you to roll me a discipline check for these guys. And I want this to be Okay, so the check is two yellow and one green. And seeing as they just saw you fly out with an Inquisitor, and now you flew back in, they're fairly well uh, trained though, so I am giving them a difficulty of three purple. So you are currently rolling my Royal Guard's fear check. I'm not spending destiny points to upgrade this for them. Would you like to spend a destiny point to upgrade or downgrade this for them? How many points do we have? We got one. I wouldn't then. Alright, roll that for me. Failure and an advantage. Okay. So, yeah, they are actually. As I mean they have seen the, the prowess that the Inquisitor had in combat, the power that he wielded in the force. And he didn't just come back through the door, you did. <laughs> and so the two of them are actually gonna stop in their tracks and, and almost take a step back. Still your turn. I didn't use your turn up for you, but you have an action left. What? <laughs> Moral conundrums. <laughs> well, if they're good and you have a jetpack, just grab us and go. And the minion is still alive? Yep. Crap. You can't carry four people, can you? Can I carry four people? <laughs> okay, how many people can he carry before he has to start making piloting checks? At most one. It's a jetpack. Like, by all rights, I'd say no one, but... I'll let you to one, but anything past that's going to be a pilot check for sure. I'd say just start ferrying people out as far as your jetpack can go, and then set them, and then go back for whoever's furthest back. How many of them could I carry if it was an athletics aided by my jetpack? Because I think it's cool, I would let you do up to all of them, but it's going to increase or upgrade, depending. Okay, increase but it would be upgrade a, an athletics? Yep. Excellent. Let's do this. <laughs> you should spend the dusty point for this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Okay, athletics is three yellow, one green, two blue. Three yellow, one green, and two blue? Yeah. All right, so add in the two for environmental. We're going to keep it into this room, see how it goes. Man, this is a formidable challenge. Add five dice. And I upgraded. Yes, you did. And I'm going to flip a point and upgrade one of mine. Can I get help from anyone? Like a fool. <laughs> well, uh, it succeeded. That's still a success, though. But just a lot of threat. Yep. Four threat. Four threat? Wow. I picture, like, me having, like, basically trying to lift off each time. Yeah. And it just being like... <laughs> okay. You're going to burn out my jetpack, aren't you? It is damaged at this point. <laughs> it will need to be repaired later on. As, yeah, essentially, like, you guys take off. And, I mean, for you guys hanging on... There's jet fire by your heads right now. Like, you know, you're, you're trying to hang on, but at the same time, looking at, you know, kind of to the other way, you're holding on to each other so you don't fall off. Uh, it's not an, an exact divide, but too bad. Anyone holding on to 0p1, including 0p1 himself, is currently going to be suffering three strain. And your jetpack is damaged from this. 
You have booked it to the end. I'm going to tie it up at this point. You kind of get picked up by Vec as he runs by, uh, and he hauls you up, as does your other soldier that's with you. And then Zerbjorn flies by with a web of people on him, and your last landing isn't really a landing. Boom, and you get skid into the ground. But hey, you've made it to the entrance. What's your strain like? I have suffered 6 out of 12. Hey, Davik, how'd you like that light I show? I suffered 8 out of 13. There, there's something wrong with the cones. Oh. I was going to ask you, but... <laughs> 10 out oh of 12. Oh, my God, man. Oh. Let's get out of here. <laughs> you should have seen where I had to make sure to be put between you and that Are explosion. we out of combat? Uh, yes, I'm going to say that we are out of combat. Okay, then Thank I'm going you. over to my stuff. Yep, you find your stuff. I'm literally changing in front of people, like, just looking pissed off. <laughs> are there any terminals here? <laughs> Most are damaged. I'm going to start wrapping things up soon, so what are you I was honestly do? just going to try and data mine as much information as I could from the system. No, the core is so destroyed from lava. Okay, and that's right. Cass is exhausted and is like, let's get the hell out of here. Stop messing around. <laughs> We need to go. You're gonna uh, flip, cast the bird, and keep pulling my pants back on. <laughs> oh, that one! I was just like, really? That's highly inappropriate. Middle finger. I'm going to extend upwards my middle finger. <laughs> A number of the rebel prisoners have also kind of made their way at this point. Some of them are already outside fighting alongside Jad. The large Zabrak man, actually, um, Valen in particular, is pretty worse for wear. Did not handle the jet ride all that well after everything else. And so there's a Brack actually has like one arm, one of Valen's arms around his shoulder and is kind of helping him up. I'm going to tussle his hair and tell him to clear his mind. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you like he's got a really bad hangover. <laughs> Cass is like, she's not as bad as him, but she's struggling. So you say that Valen's got one arm around the Zabrak guy? Yeah. Can I take the other one? Yeah. Alright, so, unless anyone has any objection, are we getting on the ship and getting the fuck out? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You make your way out, back onto the platform, where an apparently protracted battle between a few squads of stormtroopers and the rebels from the Spectre, some in stormtrooper armor, some in rebel uniforms, seems to be playing out. There's a number of corpses on either side, thankfully many more on the Imperial side. Jad himself is actually sort of leading the attack from the looks of it. Behind cover, he's still a scrawny Duros, but... <laughs> I, I, I was about to say... Jad. <laughs> behind cover or in a sweet-ass black ship? <laughs> nope, it's been loaded up, <laughs> and it was red. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Oh, yeah, I still haven't mentioned that to anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, Jad knows, but <laughs> yeah, no one else knows. Yeah, the cargo bay doors of the... Spectre are just closing now. No one sees what's inside, but you do notice that they're closing. And a number of the rebels are now running up the ramp. Uh, as I'm helping up, Valen up. Like, hey, Cass, I got us some extra cargo. That's great, Vec. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just booking it. I will be in the rear third to make sure we don't lose anybody, but yeah, I'm just pushing forward. Okay. Damn my throat injury. <laughs> and I'm... And because I have a working gun, I'm kind of watching and... I don't know if I'm taking shots or whatever, but... I'd say you probably take I'd probably shots. take some pot shots as a evil. I resume my position as his bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> and while I'm there, like, one of my compartments opens up because it's got, like, more stim bags. I shake my head and just point <laughs> on the ship, but I give you a kind of a, you know, the tip of the hat. <laughs> so you guys make it onto the ship. The rebel troops start firing as they head back. The moment that the last of you is on the ship and the door is closing, Jad is the one that hits the comm, kind of, you know, the, the speaker by the doorway and is like, we're on! Go, go, go! So the ship starts immediately taking off. Where do people go as that's happening? Well, if the ship is lifting up, I'm gonna reach over and grab Davik by the arm and basically go, 
We should start astrogating. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm, so, so I'm heading to the bridge. Yep. Yep. And I think your stats are better than mine, but I can assist at least. Yeah, totally. All right, so you guys heading to the bridge. Everyone else, where are you going? I'm helping Valen somewhere. I'm going where Beck goes. So the med bay. I probably go into some form of maintenance mode because I have 10 strain. All right, sort of just before you do, the large Zabrak kind of gives you like a, a, a punch to the shoulder. Like, you know, a, a, <laughs> you know, he's just like, thanks, Tin Man. Valen is helped to the med bay by Vec and Cass. And he doesn't really say anything at this point. He's half lost in his own thoughts, half staring at, like, half there, half not. Every once and again, he almost seems to kind of acknowledge one one or both of you, like, with a look or, or something. His mouth might open as if to say something before he just seems to think better of it and then stays quiet. Can I flip our last destiny point to make sure that somebody disabled any sort of tracking that was on that special ship? Yes. Yes, you may. <laughs> Okay, so while we're in the med bay, Cass is going to talk to Vec. Cass has been trying to talk to Vec since we were on Corellia. She's finally like, damn it, this is the time. So, Vec, you, um, you possibly saved all of us with your actions today. Well, I mean, we're all big team, right? You should have seen what Obi was doing. You, uh, I'm sure you didn't get oh. a great view of it, but... No, but I want you to know... There has been times where I have made sweeping generalizations about everybody when I really meant Gar. <laughs> and I felt really bad every single time, and I just want you to know how much I am grateful for your skills and your abilities and your role on my team and what you said about my brother. Thanks, Cass. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say. I'm not usually the the sort of talker around here. We keep somebody else around here for that. Um, yeah, I mean, everything's still going great. You're doing a great job. I don't know. Thanks. Look after Vale and I'm going to go check in with everyone else. At that point, it clues into... Back again, that now he can tell the story of the explosion again, and the, like adrenaline starts coming back up, and he's like, oh, and he's got something to talk to Valen about. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna screen right away from that, because I honestly don't know if Valen hears you at this point. <laughs> yeah, like, I assume he's very quickly gonna be rendered into a medical coma. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even before that, I don't know if he hears yeah. you. <laughs> Okay, so for Davik and Gar, you make it to the bridge. It's a smaller ship, 100 so people, so it's not like the massive Mon Cal bridge that we see in Return of the Jedi, but it's... Uh, no one else watches anime besides me, I don't think. I don't Do you watch Gundam? Like, the old Gundam? Okay, yeah. Like, the original? It's the bridge of the white base is kind of what I, I'm considering this, of, like, there's there's essentially two people here, kind of Star Trek-ish, in all honesty, and then, like, the central captain... But it's all fairly close in together, right? Like, it's not like you don't run across to get something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you stand up and move over. But there is a piloting team. Colonel Nyathal, while she is typically a uh, starfighter commander, is sitting in the captain's chair and is sort of commanding everyone. And there's, you know, an astrogation team and the gunnery teams are there too. Yes? I thought, I thought Nyathal brought our reinforcements. Sorry, my mistake. So, a fairly, honestly young-looking Corellian woman. In fact, she looks to be racer girl. Ren? Ren was for short. Ren. That's alright. Anyway, Ren. She looks to be about Ren's age. Blonde hair, does not have the sort of more country accent that, that Garda is. She's city-born yeah. for sure. From the other 80% of my planet. Yeah, exactly. 
well, you would have met, met her in passing. So she is uh, Lieutenant Katari Dannon. She's kind of, you know, giving orders. And as you guys break atmosphere back in, you can see there is a, a battle going on between two Star Destroyers versus a Mon Cal Cruiser and a Nebulon B frigate. And a third Mon Cal Cruiser is drifting off, mostly on fire, and then two. I'm just going to give a tip of the hat as I go to my computer console. Okay. As you give a tip of the hat and she nods, she voices an order that is essentially what you were already doing, where she's like, you know, as you enter, it's like, Mr. Jola, Mr. Ulak, good to see you. Get on the astrogation. And then, you know, immediately turns back to the rest of her crew. To give a bit more explanation, the fiery Moncal cruiser is not, like, dead in space. It is, however, majorly damaged and she seems to be fleeing the, the sortie. I need an astrogation check. Yeah, I'm three and one. Yeah, I'm four and one. I'm going to say it's going to be a make it a hard difficulty. Yeah. What, three? Yep. So I'm that four green, one yellow, one blue, and three purple. I'm going to flip a destiny point. Okay. Where are we jumping to? Away. Mm. I mean, in the so, long term, yeah, yeah. Moncala. So, but... Yeah, yeah. So basically a spot in space where we know the Empire isn't. Yes. <laughs> so now, like, can I flip back? Well, no, because he has to spend death first. Yes, that is true. Okay, so then am I. Yeah, so roll. Boom. Three success and three advantage. So it doesn't take us five weeks to get there this time? <laughs> it doesn't. However, you are not at the point where you can jump yet. As essentially the entire fleet is sort of coordinating, and as you're plugging this in, you find the exact way for for the Spectre to jump immediately. Like mm. You can turn bank 45 degrees, hit this point, and go. But as you are about to plot, as you and, and your team, because there are other officers there and they're helping you, he is one of them at this point, <laughs> I'm an officer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, because if you think about it, like, even when I get you to do a gunnery check, like, if you're a gunnery on a cap ship, you might not be the guy sitting at the trigger. You're yeah. telling the guy at the trigger yeah. what to do. Mm-hmm. And it's the same basic idea. However, one of the comms officer calls back that the fleet is too tied up, is engaged, and they're not going to be able to make it out. And that is called pretty much exactly when Cass walks on. So I would like you to roll a gunnery check okay. to see how you can coordinate the fleet. Okay. It's going to be a hard difficulty. So it's three Why purple? gunnery? Essentially, she's ordering people on all three ships where to fire, if it works. Can I upgrade? Yep. Success and two advantage. Nice. The scene in First Contact where Jean-Luc Picard is just like randomly like, shoot to this spot, and even Data's like, that's useless. And he's like, no, do it! And it works. That's essentially what Cass just did when she heard that, where she's like, kind of looks over, immediately studies the map, and starts like, plugs in and tells people to start raiding each other's ships. And it's not enough to, like, you don't destroy any Star Destroyers, you don't take anyone out, but it's enough to either harry other TIE Fighters enough for them to break away, or to hit an engine so that one of them slows down, so that all three ships do manage to break away, and at the same time you all jump. Sweet. So you escape Mustafar. Thank you for listening to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast. For character bios, fan art, and more, check out our wiki page at roguesalliance.com. W-I-K-I-A dot com. Music and sound effects are owned by LucasArts, Lucasfilm, Valve, The Walt Disney Company, or are from the sites freesound.org, freesfx.co.uk, and tabletopaudio.com. Questions and comments can be sent to feedback at roguesalliance.ca. Tune in every two weeks for more of our ongoing adventures as we blow stuff up, learn rules, and generally have a good time. And now we're even, because you stepped out in front of Gar. To help me. <laughs> Chaos, yet harmony. Absolutely. <laughs> it's your victory chain the broken. One of those was noobs. <laughs>
That's amazing. <laughs> but you know what? Bex built on oopses. Yep. So I make the just strength. Work. Maybe I make that's the work for us. Maybe that's even where that came from. Yep. Oh. Oh. So does... What the hell is with people beating the shit out of me today? <laughs> hey, so... you know what? Given given like the fact that you're, I mean, mechanically, practically naked, <laughs> and have been tortured. Pretty good. And it's one of Palpatine's royal guards. Exactly. <laughs> and the look that he gives you breaks Cass's heart. Oh God! Why do you do that to her? You're the one that fell in love with this, or developed feelings for the guy. It's not my fault that he's been tortured for, incessantly for a month. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's not. It's not your fault that she developed feelings for him. It's entirely your fault that he's been tortured. <laughs> That was your choice. Um, technically speaking, I remember saying the exact words of it is your guys' decision on how badly you screw over your own characters and I will award XP accordingly, so I don't know if I can take full blame for that one. <laughs> I'd also like to point out that a bunch of us had suspicions that this was going to happen and no one smuggled him off. <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> smuggled him off where? Corellia. Corellia. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I had... Yeah, no, I, I know why you didn't. And I, yeah. why I, You're like the only character that has a valid reason of why he didn't when everyone else was like, this is a bad idea, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, not the only character. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Poor Beck. That's a good um, trait for someone who blows things up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, Selective that's detonation. Every time. <laughs> that was, everyone was, the, that was there. All right, so... Thanks, Tin Man. <laughs> droids could cry. <laughs> well, you might be leaking lubricant everywhere. <laughs> if any droid could cry, it would be Obi, though. So, have I suffered two critical injuries this fight? One of them just didn't have a permanent effect? That one no. No, one of them oh, I didn't spare. Yeah, it was yeah, a spare, okay. but I didn't spend it on a crate. Okay. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> and yet, Gar is still standing. Testament to Curlian Curlian you know, stock. You know how much Cass has been hitting this? <laughs> Nothing. She ran away. My hands were a little hot. <laughs> yeah. I surfed a volcano eruption. And then the shoe fails. And you keep talking about how half of your room was melted. Which half? <laughs> wasn't the one you were in is all I'm saying <laughs> well then you wouldn't get complaints you just get static <laughs> and lightsabers and yeah. you know vibro picks or force picks or whatever. would you like to take the damage or would you like a tech guy to take the damage <sighs> oh my god do Yoshi want to <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wasn't riding one of them. Okay, there. Where were you? Can I carry four people? Um, can she pilot me and I carry four people? Cash jumps on, jumps on Zero B1's back and like just pops a button and a little like steering wheel pops up. Having your throat kicked in really cuts down on the wisecracking. Maybe I should. <laughs> kick your throats more often. Maybe I should kick you in the throat more often. 